Hey, Paul, welcome to Pigskin Picnic on Thursday, baby. Yeah, what's up, dog? I, hey, Paul, you remember when I told you that the show was going to come out on Monday? <laughs> well, I didn't lie. It wasn't a lie. It's a joke. <laughs> it's coming out today on Thursday, not Monday. The, the joke is that I told you that it was Monday, but it's coming out Thursday. It's a joke for you, Paul. The only person who listens to this show. Didn't I get you good, you stupid piece of shit? Yeah. Well, Paul, we talk about a lot of things in this uh, show. I made some bets on the Bucks. We talk about your kids. We actually called you. We called you and had the first ever uh, segment that we like to call Call Paul. So we called Paul. We called Paul as it was. So we really hope you enjoy this show, especially the parts where we talk to you. As always, this show is brought to you by Your Own Vodka, Carve Craft Vodka, where you are the CEO and the main distiller of vodka. We encourage you, Paul, to buy your own vodka, which is Carve Vodka in Jacksonville, Florida, where you live. Uh, but without further ado, here's the show, Paul. Enjoy. Love you. Bye. It's a dumb show about sports. All right, Paul. I have. Uh, I, I took the Buccaneers minus uh, one and a half. I also took a stupid parlay where Tom Brady has to throw for 350 yards, and also Mike Evans has to have 100 yards receiving. I also bet that the first score would be the Tampa Bay defense, or also Mike Evans. I think that was it. So, losing about $300 tonight for you, buddy. Now, if anything happens, you win. That's true. And lose. When are they doing the uh, Rocks National Anthem thing? Well, I mean, they have to pretty soon, contractually. By the way, do you want to know how I know that Twitter doesn't mean anything? I have like 200,000 more followers than she does on Twitter. It yeah. means nothing. Uh I think you have more than Jim Belushi. I noticed. Yeah, that you know that's fine. But like, she should have more Twitter followers. That's how you know like the young cool people are not on it. And <laughs> on Twitter, yeah, I think the young cool people don't give a shit about Carissa. Well, that's we're true. forty, dude. The young, we don't know what the young people do. We like, like to sit Twitter, and watch I don't football. Think Twitter's, uh, young. Well, Twitter. Is, are they on TikTok? Well, here's the thing. Have they left? People. I have no idea though. I'm not boomers on. think that Twitter is for young people because they fail to understand that millennials are in their 40s now. That's what Twitter is for. Is the young people of old and the old young people. The old young people yeah. Which we are. That's what we are. We are the old young people. Like, uh, like 70 year olds would be like, oh, I, yeah, you think you're old? It's like, no, yeah. I think I'm not as old as you. But like, go ask. You know, the kids that are on TikTok, I'm ancient. Like, we may as well be in our 70s. They treat us the same. I don't even know how to ask the kids that are on TikTok. How do you get to them? I don't know. Where are they? I don't know. But you're right. They don't They don't, don't know who I Carissa is. It's like the club on Seinfeld where George... Uh, the, know, model, the model. The model. And, and then is a meatpacking plan. Meat <laughs> yeah, Meg watches Seinfeld every day now. I think that's adorable, that's by the way. she's a wife. I like... It, I'm all, I don't know. It's so peaceful. Like, it's like... Before I go to bed, it's nostalgic. I wanna, 
Yeah, well, that's what I want to makes you think of your happy, funny childhood. Of mm -hmm. Plus, it's, I mean, famously about nothing. So, yeah. there's probably not a better show to fall asleep to because, like, it's not like it has You're a like, super oh, shit, engaging plot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not You're about like, oh, shit. Did that bullshit? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know how to go back and study, like, is this, is this canon? Yeah. Uh, wait a minute. I thought Kramer was independently uh, like none of that matter. You, you can fall asleep in episode four, and I don't know how many episodes there were in a season back then. Like now, you know, shows there were like, like six or twenty-two eight. back then or something. I think that was like the stand. Yeah, that was like the stand. And me and Kirby were talking about this yesterday with House of the Dragon. She's like, Kirby was like, God damn it. She's like, I know that like HBO and these type of shows are better, but like. I just love the ABC format, whereas you get 30 episodes, and then it go. It, this, there's the season finale, and then three months later, it starts yeah, again. Yeah, right back up. And she's like, I know it's not as good, but, like, it's there. But yeah. th remember when Charlie That should Sheen be this podcast, uh, our theme, or our uh, uh, tagline. It's, it's there. not that good, but it is there. It's there. Well, that's usually the reason why I'm, people that, like have had any type of porn addiction or any type of you know masturbation it's like why are you doing that it's there it's there uh nobody else was here and it was <laughs> and uh you know i'm sorry see what is the point of that camouflage i know but you know what's funny is that's actually swiss camouflage and here's how i know because i have a swiss army jacket and it's that it's that and i got it at an antique store it was ten dollars yes. and now that i'm seeing it i'm like oh crap i have that I guess over there, their, tree, their trees are different. What are they hiding from? Yeah, though? I don't know. Their trees are different colors. It can't be trees. What are, they're hiding from something. Their trees are different. Is it vampire? Like, they're hiding from vampire? I feel like they're red. Over there. Well, they don't know. Mm -mm. Hell, maybe we don't know. Russians? No, I'm saying, if there was vampires, who would know? And, like, if there's a Sasquatch or vampire, like, who would know and who would tell? I, we'd never know. Trump probably has all that in his dossier that, that was so neatly stored, stored and, and not sloppy on the ground. <laughs> somebody asked somebody asked me on Twitter. I was doing like a "Ask Me Anything" thing, which will I'll I'll put out later on. Uh, Emma, on I saw your Emma part time funny man. Somebody said like if you could trade places with one person for a whole day, who would you trade places with? And I thought about it for a second, and I genuinely think that I would trade place like I would be Trump. Like, if you get to be the person, because, number one, his life rules. He's super rich. Like, I'd get all that good stuff. And then for 24 hours, I would know everything. Everything. And like, come I, back. I, I, oh, you get like, to come back with all the knowledge. Yeah, yeah, I get to come back with all the knowledge. Oh, God. That, and, like, I would be able to be like, yep, this is what happened. This is what happened. Here's where the aliens are. You know what I mean? Can you feel his pain, though, and his remorse? I don't. He don't have any though. So I think that. But like, if you got in there, you might start. Feeling, I you think, would be overwhelmed with it. Well, I don't know how far it goes. So like, if I'm him, how can you remember all the good stuff? But you're telling me you come back with none of the tra like the trauma. You got to. Yeah, I would definitely have the trauma. If you're, I, you know, I don't know how that works. <laughs> okay, let's establish the rules real quick. I get to be in Trump's body okay. and possess all his memories and stuff. I'm, I'm me in there driving the ship, yeah. but I get to have all his memories and stuff. Uh -huh. But I bet you that motherfucker. There's so, many, so much bad. I don't well, know if you'd ever get to the good stuff. Well, also, you know how memories work. Like, if you're a pathological liar, they really do believe... Right. Like, like, I found out late in my life that, like, there were things that, like, I embellished so much 
that I only now realize that I embellished them because I ha- I actually firmly rooted that memory in my brain of yeah. the thing that, and then I'll be with someone that was like actually there and they're like, that's not how that happened at all. And I'm like, really? They're like, no. And they'll tell me and I'll go, oh my God, for years I just made the story so much better yeah. that I genuinely well, see well, it did, happening in my head. Yeah. You did the main character thing where like right. I was the main character in the story and even though the real event happened, you know, so-and-so, there was a dramatic fight outside and two people went to the hospital but like, I remember, don't, don't y'all remember the party where I had the brownie stuff and like I dropped yeah. the brownies? Like, yeah, 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 Everybody's yeah. like, you mean the, the party where so-and-so beat the shit? I'm like, yeah, but no, the brownie the thing, brownies. I, made, I made them and then I ate them all before anybody knew. Oh yeah, yeah, I guess y'all don't know about me eating all the brownies by myself. But. I talk about main character syndrome so much with Amber because like every time we go on a long road trip, which every single road trip me and Amber go on is long because it's always to, like to Iowa or some shit like that. Yeah. And like I get really really hardcore road boners. <laughs> like, like it's just sensitive when I'm driving, I get the bumps, and I'm always trying to get Amber to, like, do something about it. And she'll always be like, there's all these cars around us. Like, that's her. And I'm like, Amber, when's the no, last time... That was so but, her. but sincerely, when's the last time you notice someone in their car doing something? It's true. You no, never do. No. no one ever looks at, like, you're, like, you're, when you're sitting there driving, you assume... That everyone is looking in their rearview mirror at you, but when's the last time you looked in your rearview mirror at somebody? Nobody gives a fuck about you. Nobody yeah, at all cares. Unless you're in a tall truck and you second. look down and there's like yeah, road job. Going maybe. On. But those dudes need to see it. I did pass, this has probably been 15 years ago, but I passed by, uh, you, you know, Will Shields went to school with? Yeah. I'm not going to name Slick the Willie. girl just in case anybody hears this, but I did pass by Slick Willie over in Boynton and he was driving. And I like went to wave at him, and then a girl's head popped up, and he waved. And so I—that's the only time I've ever looked at and be like, "Hey!" I, thought, huh. I love that you won't name the girl, but you will name I that know, Willie was. Getting, oh yeah, he, he would be care. proud. She yeah, would right. not be happy to hear about it. Meg, who would you be? God. No, the Trump thing was good because when you think about it, a lot of people are like, "Who I would be?" Like, oh, someone that. I don't know. I feel like I'd want to get in the brain of someone crazy. Like Dahmer or yeah. something. But are you getting in there? Here's the thing. Are you getting in there just to take knowledge with you? Or are you getting in there to oh, try you to, get do to do something? Stuff. Okay. You get, you get to you get have twenty four hours. You can well, do so whatever you want. In that twenty four hours, you can't make killing. Well you can't really <laughs> you can't make a big difference in the world in twenty four hours, but you could take knowledge with you. I don't yeah, my I mean if you were Trump, I can Not could, now. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, I could just walk out of window and go, I did it all. <laughs> you know, just say, I did it all. Then you'd have to come back and know. I just think I would come back with so much baggage to add to my current anxiety. If I yeah. thought of all the bad things that someone that, else has done, there's yeah, still right. a lot of bad I things. Guess, yeah. And i got to come back and be like, well, I know who killed Hoffa now, but like, yeah. I also have to remember all the stuff me and Epstein I did to these kids. I always need that separation because I have anxiety too, and I'm like, I'm sure that's what would happen, but also my brain is so intrigued by crazy motherfuckers too. So I gotta think on What would you do if you were Dahmer for a day? Right? Uh, not do what he did. <laughs> <laughs> do it better. Yeah. You can always improve. I think you have to look at it and try to say, what could he have done better? Uh, aside from not killing people. I think the first place is his attire. Yeah, change that. Or maybe that's just... Does the Dahmer look just seem serial killer now because that's what Dahmer looked like? And now it's like, 
like the Hitler mustache I, now, that's the Hitler mustache. Yeah, right. Hitler. Is the Dahmer did, look just because it was Dahmer? Did you know that when the when Hitler first came out, everybody thought he was Charlie copying Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin, yeah. and it wasn't the opposite way? Well, I thought Michael Jordan, when he had his Charlie Chaplin yeah. mustache, yeah. everybody thought was, I was like, that's clearly yeah. a Charlie Dude, Chaplin. how fucking... Have me and you talked about that before? Michael Jordan doing the Hitler mustache? And how, like, that is, that is proof of how egotistical and insane Michael Jordan is, because there's a 0% <laughs> chance... That he didn't know. Like, it's the most famous mustache ever. So you know that Michael Jordan and all the challenges that he's overcome in his life was like, you know what I can do? How great I am? I'm going to bring the Hitler Hitler stash back. (laughs) And it lasted one commercial and he was like, damn, I'm not that good. When is uh, Kanye going to get his Hitler stash? Dude, he's working on it right now. He's growing it in. Maybe, did you see where he went to Sketchers and tried to get... Yeah, they they kicked him out. Well, if... If history tells us anything, he needs to go to Haynes because that's when yeah, Jordan, that's what Jordan Jordan did those commercials with the Hitler stash on the airplane <laughs> and wearing the Haynes. Did uh, so Kanye also went on some radio show to apologize to the Jewish people, and he went on this five minute rant that was not only not even a little bit an apology. He called himself a samurai. Like, he said that he was a samurai and, like... In what way? I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, as a samurai and a, f- a philosopher, I just think differently. <laughs> and in nowhere was the words, I'm sorry, Jews, or whatever. It was just it's, like... I'm a samurai. I'm a samurai. <laughs> a samurai or something like that. Doesn't that cancel out, though? Like, okay, so you're anti-Semitic, but you're but a samurai. You're a samurai, And yeah. maybe the last samurai. Yeah, right. You don't have any uh, Ravens bets, do you? No. It's all, all No, bucks. it's all bucks. I'm an idiot. But, I mean, I sort of have a bet that Lamar will throw a pick six in a roundabout way. Soon. Yeah. Hopefully. Oh, that was helmet to helmet. That's good for him. Oh, Paul, if you didn't know, we are here watching the Thursday night football game, the Baltimore Ravens, the uh, best four and three team versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're two and four. They're the best three and the four The best team. three and four team, for sure. I don't know about that. Who else is three and four? Everybody else. Literally everybody. The Panthers are one game out of first place <laughs> right after letting go of Christian McCaffrey. It's a, it's a wild year. Like Everybody's complaining about it and how it's sloppy football. And like I understand that, but at the same time, oh, my God. It is awesome to like – I don't know that we've ever been seven weeks into the season and there not been like a – Concrete. This is who's going to win. Well, usually, for me, it's six weeks. It's the first six weeks. Like if you ask me about picks or who's going to win, I the first six weeks, I'll openly say I have no idea who's good yet. I have right. no idea who's bad. Like you can tell if somebody has like really good quarterback or really good defense, they're going to be decent. But after the first six games, you don't really know anything. But this year, we're seven, eight weeks in. Uh-huh. I don't know. No shit. idea. No idea. I like, know the Eagles are good. I mean, obviously, like, I think the three, if you're going to sit here and bet your house on anything, it's like Bills, Chiefs, Eagles are like one, two, and three. But everybody else is just like half a game back. And by uh, the fact that those teams are peaking so early, they're just not going to be anymore. Like, right. by the time the playoffs get here, it's going to be a totally different three. Well, I'm sure at least two or three. Well, the Bucks have like eight starters out right now across defense and offense. So I definitely should have bet the over on that, huh? Christ. Did I bet the over? Yeah, you bet the I over. I bet the over. That was yeah. your biggest bet, right? <laughs> That's my bet. Yeah, I put 100 on the over. Oh, there's another helmet to helmet, dude. The over is 46, Paul. They're just letting them concuss tonight. 
Well, because with t- so like nobody, the NFL or basically anybody, nobody can correct the proper way. You either oh, oh my god, huh. call Paul, call Paul. Dang it, I'm not hitting the, either one of those bets, Mike Evans or the Bucks. Well. Uh, nobody can correct in the right way. It's either an undercorrection or an overcorrection. So when the Tua thing happened, they overcorrected and they let someone flick Brady and get a penalty, and now they're overcorrecting and letting everybody bash each other in the head. Every week it's just an overreaction from the previous yeah. week. It's like, just pick a baseline and do it. What a dumbass. <laughs> well, so if, if the rules are the rules, then how can they change every week depending on what the public gets mad about? Right. So like, the rules should be the rules, right. but they're changing them based on whatever I got mad about this. Well, or... unnecessary roughness is gray because it's like that's not an objective it's thing. It's one of the few things that the referees make a total judgment call. Right. But there are rules that, like, there are parameters within that judgment call. That... There's precedent for it, at least. It's like, look. Oh! You almost got your fumble there. That would have been so great. God dang, if they pick six or fumble, that pays for all my other bets. I think it's like a $360 payout. You know, Dude, look at this stupid. That, if he'd hit him one step earlier at that mm-hmm. mesh point, that Fumble. ball's on the ground. Damn. I like how we're still trying to figure out how you can hit this and deep. We're not out of it. They're on the two-yard line. Yeah. Right? We can still get a 98-yard pick six. <laughs> we're not out of it. He could fumble. It'd be really funny if Donovan McNabb's mom still did the soup commercials, but not, not with him. You know what I mean? She's just there with other players. Yeah, and was that actually his mom... I don't know. I bet it wasn't. Surely not. I'll bet you any. There's no way that Donovan McNabb's mom is coincidentally a world-class actor. Well, they, they don't let the real family members anymore. They let Dak Prescott's brothers be in one, and then one of them literally killed himself like within a couple months. Oh, that's right. Suit. So now they're like all actors. Oh, I didn't even think about it like that. That's definitely why he killed himself. Yeah, from the chunky suit? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not that chunky. It's the hormones in the chicken. Pick six. Pick six! Oh! <laughs> Damn it. It's not Donovan's real mom! He had a lane. They could block this field goal. Run it back. First score. God damn it. Go for it, you pansies. Meg, how's the brownies? <laughs> Four minutes! Oh, dude, this is brilliant. So my idea was halftime is when we call Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check in with Paul at halftime. Yeah, yeah. I already told him to make sure that that he didn't have his baby at halftime or whatever. Yeah. We should call Paul at halftime, and we'll ask him what bets you should make up for your losing bets. Yeah, yeah. And make dumber bets for the second half to go against your first half. So by the fourth quarter, we're going to be rooting for so many things, we don't even know what it is. There we go. Oh, Oh, he didn't drag the feet. Oh, God damn it. it. Old Tom Brady would have... Review it. There we go. Oh, he looks there we like go. Old Lenny would have got in there, you know. He Absolutely. was falling forward for six more yards. but Yeah, the over is the thing I'm really only concerning myself with. Do you realize how much weight Leonard Fordette came into camp at? <laughs> uh, wait, hold on. Running wasn't, back. Running back. Wasn't he like, wasn't he like 265 or something? 263. Yeah, yeah, right. And like he's a big he, dude. Yeah, but he's not tall. No, no. He well, he's like five eleven and six well, foot yeah, tall. Yeah, yeah. But he not like coming out of college. He was huge, and he was like two thirty. Walked in. So he's just 
In he, off he went season. to LSU, right? Yeah, LSU. Yeah. He was the man among boys. Dude, he Remember was Remember the Auburn the game when beast. he was just yeah. throwing people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the first memory I have of him was that game where he was clearly well, that was, already ready for the NFL. That was when, correct me if I'm wrong, but like he was at LSU, Gurley was at Georgia, Derrick Henry was at Alabama. And Ingram. And, and Ingram. And like, I mean, the SEC was just but fucking you, okay, stacked. So the, the one thing, as much as he was dominant force, like – Fournette ran for over 100 yards in, like, almost every game in college. But then, remember, it was, like, his junior year, I think. He was in the Heisman race, yeah. like, number one Heisman. Uh, and he went up against the Alabama team that held him to eight yards. Yeah, right. Or something crazy like that. Yeah. Like he, it was like, is he going to have one or 200 yards? Yeah. Alabama hasn't eight. given up a 100-yard rusher. And he hasn't not rushed for 100 yards in however long. And, uh, That's bananas. Like, eight yards. I think maybe he got like a few more yards in the fourth quarter after the game was out of yeah, hand. It was like they held the best player in, like the best running back in the country. Oh, I bet that's good. Is this Applebee's? Don't make me say that something from Applebee's was good. Please don't. Yep, it is. I know they're fine. God damn it, Corey. Hey, it, you saying it or not doesn't change the fact that it's fucking good. Yeah, right. I mean, it just it looked good. I bet you. I bet you Applebee's burgers aren't bad. No, Applebee's is bar food. If you go to Applebee's and you're like, hey, I want some bar food, uh, you know, chicken, t- like fried chicken, burger, like yeah, any don't type get of. A salmon. You get the you don't get the steak well, yeah. or the salmon. <laughs> you go to the middle of the menu and you get the potato skins or like the wedge. You oh, know. I mean, I'm trash. I can eat all those things, but if I was going for bar food, I'd just go to Tremont instead of Applebee's. Right. No, no. I'm saying if you're stuck at an airport or yeah, if you're right. in some city and there's nothing around and there's like a Chili's and Applebee's. Just go get the bar food. Act like it's a bar. Well, I mean, if it's if there's a Chili's, I'm going to, Ch- I was about to say, Chili's. A hundred percent. Chili's over yeah. Applebee's. Hundred percent. Yeah. Because like honestly, basically every chain now is getting their food from the same place, and they're all microwave bullshit. Yeah. But Chili's chips and salsa has not changed. Agreed. No. So I'm getting that. I always get but, the triple dipper. So in yeah. these. Oh yeah. When you're in like a smaller town that only has one or two, you know, chain restaurants yeah. or restaurants at all, like with my old job when I had to travel to all these tiny little towns in Alabama, Kentucky, North Carolina, they have. You're lucky if you have either like an Applebee's or Chili's, and then if dude, a if Longhorn, a, dude, if there's a Longhorn or an O'Charlie's, Longhorn is the best. <coughs> oh is yeah, the best chain. Uh, there's Texas, the, Texas Roadhouse is awesome if you're going for the rolls and the butter, right? That's for sure, place. but. But Longhorn Steakhouse, there is the highest. Their bone-in tomahawk ribeye is yeah, the awesome. The fillet, <laughs> the flows, flows, fillet. It's um, awesome. Actually, what I learned the hard way about uh, Longhorn Steakhouse. Speaking of the fillet, it's good. But when you go to somewhere like that, that's, that's not a great. Like if I'm going to a real steakhouse, like a good steakhouse, yeah, right, like a Ruth's Chris I, or I'm, something. I like a strip or a fillet. I like a strip yeah, right. fillet. I can eat, you know, a ribeye. I can eat a porterhouse, but like. Um, I, I'm a strip or a fillet guy. When you go to yeah, you can't do the when strip. you go to one of these middle steakhouses, like a anywhere from the Longhorn down to like Outback. I, I guess it's because they use the same seasoning base or whatever. But like the quality of that meat, you might as well get the sirloin. Yeah, that's twice as big. Yeah, and either eat it all or it's two meals. But like it tastes almost just like the fillet because they use the same shit. Yeah, right. Uh, so. If you're, but it's at, just if you're it's Texas tougher road, too. It's a little yeah. You're saying all the meats tougher. Yeah, all the so, meats tougher. But if you're at, at, here, I think it was Texas Roadhouse. I was at a Texas Roadhouse like coming through Alabama or something, and uh, I was like, "Oh, I'm going to get a fillet today. I'm going to treat myself on the company dime." You know, 
Um, so I got the fillet, and I was like, "This is this is just like a little of the the same shitty sirloin." And they that overcook they have. it. They overcook it. Yeah. Ordered medium rare. It came out medium well, but yeah. it had the pink thing in it. But like, they just don't know how to yeah. do a medium rare. No, I would never. Like, I only do fillets. And you got to order. It, you got to order it one size down. So if you want it medium, yep. order medium rare. If you want medium rare, say don't cook it. And that's that's literally what I say. It. I tell yeah. them I want it blue because blue is a yeah. style. I was like, I want it rare blue. Like literally. Kiss it on both sides, Dude. and that's it. <clears throat> I do kind of enjoy though every like if I can tell that you know it's a place that already doesn't know that much about the steak and it's going to come out cooked burnt no matter how I get it. But it's funny to ask them to do it Pittsburgh style. Yeah, right. And see if they, they know what the fuck. Uh, ask, the sir, ask the nineteen-year-old yeah. server. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can y'all do that Pittsburgh Does that mean style? You put fries on it. What are we doing? <laughs> You want a yellow towel with it to wave around that, while you pour the water on it? That is a it? thing in Pittsburgh, by the way. Like Sloppy the, steaks? They put, no, they put fries on everything. You on salad? Salads. Yeah. Which? I just don't understand it at that point. I'd rather just have the fries. Just, You're messing up the fries. Just, right, and the salad. And the salad. Both of those things are good. Eat them separate. Watch for sure. Oh, dude, watch Patrick for sure. Now, right, they, so they you, put them on sandwiches, which I'm for that. You know that my favorite... Well, between linebackers and gigantic fullbacks, I bet they'll replay this. All right, what's the fullback? This guy's a 300-pound fullback. He's about to come out here and murder. Oh! Ooh. <laughs> There's no fullback since... Uh, Lorenzo Neal. <clears throat> what's your guy, Lorenzo? Lorenzo Neal so should this be guy's in the Hall like, of Fame. Well, this guy's like Lorenzo Neal, but he also plays defensive tackle. He, he plays three, both sides of the field? Yeah, he plays. Th- he's 300 pounds. He catches the ball. Does he have to switch jerseys? No, no, he's number 42. Oh, okay. I thought yeah, they were showing 58. No, no, 42 is the fullback for the uh, for the Ravens, and he is my favorite offensive player in the NFL. Lord God, Lamar. He's, they're about to outlaw the way he plays. Like, he just, every play he goes and just murders, murders yeah. the person he's supposed to block and just hurts them. But then he can run the ball, too, like from the one-yard line. You can't stop him. That's an interesting point because it's funny because, like, as long as when you hit somebody, as long as it's like they don't have the ball, you can hit them as hard as you hard want. As you like want. on a block, there's no unnecessary block. Like yeah. if, you, if you're going to crack block somebody, you can take their goddamn head off. But if they were getting thrown the ball, you couldn't. Uh, you know what uh, another one of those uh, inside-the-rules things is that always pisses me off? Over. Oh. Um, you know who never gets a face mask call and they can just grab it and wiggle it and twist your head? The running back when mm-hmm. he's carrying the ball. Yeah, right. When or if it's quarterback running. Yeah, right. The defender coming to tackle, they can grab their face mask yeah. and throw them. They never call it. But if a defender's hand gets anywhere near it, it's face, it's mask. face mask. And it's the yeah. same rule. But, like, Emmett Smith used to always oh, be oh, running yeah. the ball. And his stiff arm was a pull down. Yeah, right. It was like, hit it and then pull it down. It's like, Which, hey. like, the, the tackler can't even touch it, right? Like, yeah. It, yeah, like. But, no, no, yeah, they, so they basically, they can, if they just did this and it went across it. Yeah. It, they wouldn't call it. But if it's any type of, if it's a little pull, it's yeah, a five right. yard. If it's a, like, hard pull, it's a 15-yarder. Can you grab the back of their hair anymore? No. Uh, I think yeah, you didn't they, still, ch- they changed no, it no. where it's like, that's part of your body. So the, the hair, like, Ricky Williams used to get tackled yeah. by his dreads. But, Derek uh, Henry, too. No. You can't uh, horse, horse collar them. Right. But you can pull them down by their hair, hair. and yeah. throw them to the ground yeah. like yeah. cavemen used to with their wives. <laughs> yeah. Are you a cruise man? No. Me either. 
I hate them so fucking They're much. Terrible. Uh, matter Ooh. cruises. Cruises. Matter of fact. Oh, why would you go? So luckily she got pregnant, and this isn't even going to be an issue. But Amber, Amber booked like she knows that I hate cruises and all inclusive resorts and shit like that. Yeah, like your honeymoon. And so yeah, well, I don't even want to talk about that. No, it's okay. But like, so she booked a Derek and Taylor wanted to go on a cruise, and so Amber was like, "Yeah, me and Corey will go," and she just went ahead and got the tickets. And I mean, at the risk of ending my marriage, I just said, I mean, take Christy because I'm not fucking going. Yeah. I was like, I'm not trying to be a dick, but like, I work my fucking ass off and I never just take a solid week off. And if I take a week off to do something that I genuinely hate, I'm going to be furious the whole time. And wouldn't you rather go with somebody that wants to be there than me? And I mean, to give her credit, she didn't call me an asshole. She goes, that's a good point. You know what I mean? And it's just true. It's like, why would you want me there if I don't want to be there? Like, you know I don't like this shit. Yeah. Like, I would never call Amber and be like, hey, babe, pack your bags. We're going to WrestleCon on, on your fucking, yeah, on your one week off. Like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but, like, they're just, like, I like go, I like seeing actual stuff. Like, if I'm going yeah. to a place, I want to see the history of that town. Yeah, like, on a cruise, you're just going to, you, like, you're just going to, like, we put a float out on the beach. You know what I mean? Like, fuck that. Go to Saudi Daisy. Yeah, right. I would rather go to Saudi Daisy. So come exactly. It's like overcrowded, all the food. And everybody there is the type of person that wants to go on a cruise. Exactly. Ugh, gross. I don't want to around that much. That hit a little too, too close to home for your VFW experience. <laughs> do you know about that, Meg? No, the VFW, though, I do know about that. Yeah, I did it. I did it in my Meg. No, so I know, she, hey, we were drunk, but you were there when Corey did it in his bit about um, the joke where making out with a Vietnam he was, veteran. He was like uh, shotgunning a doobie with a Vietnam oh, yeah. veteran, and they ended up kissing it. Oh yeah, no, I wow, that's. You remember that we were Nashville. We were Nashville, and yeah, I mean, Robbie didn't even make it through the whole thing. That was the one where. Yeah, I did. I made it through that, but then that was one where I had the, um, the seizure. seizure. Yeah, but that's that was four. But you didn't make later. it through the whole show, did you? Yes. Oh, like I made a trace. He somehow did. You're thinking about when I came to Knoxville and oh, ended up yeah. in the back of the van. No, yeah, the yeah, other yeah. One. no. He was a fucking idiot. No, Meg was not with me on that one. When I if I end up in the back of a van in the roughest part of then town I'm, at four a.m. with a dead phone and no wallet, Meg is not with me on that trip. But I mean, it is a bar. It is a bar. They have a bar. Yeah, I know. I didn't know that was a thing. And the guy from work, I was like, oh. And he's like, yeah, they'll just go there in the morning and just stay there all. Get hammered all day. Yeah, I just didn't know that that was like a thing. You know what's been really enjoyable for me being older than Meg is like just watching her learn. The things that you learned five years ago. That things are things. And I keep forgetting like because she seems so much older and more mature than me. And she'll tell me something and like this. It's like a. For her, it's a watershed moment of like, oh my god, and, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, the of I'm like, yeah, Meg, oh, Amber does it that's too, how it works. Yeah. but it's not an age thing. It's just that she's, you know, well, not she's sure. around children all day. Yeah, now this, I can't give you a good example, but like once a week, Amber will scurry home with thinking that she's about to blow me away with something that every person like, on yeah, earth I know. knows. I can yeah. see her. She's yeah. just like, did you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes, Amber. Oh, yesterday Meg was like, we were watching something, and Meg said, do you think the government actually, like, has ever had people killed? And I was like, hey! <laughs> 
that's what they do. Like, yeah. what do you think they do when they need somebody dead? Like, yeah. how else do they get them dead? But then I'm like, why do people go to jail for murdering their dad who killed their mom? It, and then the government can just, hey, I know. Because it's the government. They're the ones that no. control jail. It's like, I I, and I know, I, I don't, saying, I, like, I know that she gets it. So I'm not like, yeah, you dumb fuck. No, but yeah, I mean, I'm saying it's it like, as oh, I she's, get it. she's starting to get this. It's and I'm just, like, well, you know. it's her innocence is slipping away. <clears throat> yes, it is. And as that happens, she realizes the world isn't yeah, all as that cute happens, as her. I <laughs> am a deep thinker and I don't need to think about it too much because it's fucking depressing. Well, it is depressing. Yeah, and that's what I usually mean about, like, concepts. It's, like, stuff that I'm processing. I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe I didn't want to think about it for a very long time. What's the big three? Maybe I didn't want to bring myself to that concept because it's depressing. What's the big three, though? What do you mean? Your your big three, yeah. For processing something? Just, no, the the three Uh, big, uh, I would say being an adult trying to... Meat, mail, and insurance. Meat, mail, and insurance? That's Meg's big three. She she voiced to me that like, and I guess as you know, she just turned thirty and she's becoming an adult, and she's like, I really, I really don't understand a couple things, um, and I I didn't even know what she meant by a couple things. I thought maybe like something happened at work, and like she, and she was like, well, it's not like they're not really related, and I was like, oh cool. And she's like, yeah, so pretty much like um, meat. Just like at the store, buying it, um, mail, like, how does it get here? Who, what, what's going on there? And then insurance, like, I don't even know where to start. What is it? You know, and I was like, hang on, let's slow down and, and re- let me go. I, well, first off, the mail and the insurance, I share this uh, ignorance with you. It's it's one of those, like, I know that it comes here, but I'm like, how does it, like, are there tubes? It's so meat, pure. though, I don't know what you don't get about meat. <laughs> Okay, Meg has a hard time like, taking it from like there's an animal no, and it's a living being. It has to no, no, do with the different ground chuck. Right, and that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Beef tips. Okay, <laughs> what, what I'm trying to say is Meg. She has a hard time with there's one animal that's one thing, and then now there's thirty oh, different yeah. things that came from inside of it. Oh, How right. can, what is this part? What is this part? How can this all be a part? Then there are different then parts of it. Cut. And yeah, I'm and like, this cut is different. And, and, so well, then I just stick to. I know what that ground beef just looks like. That that's what I'll get. It looks like a brain. Yeah, the one that looks like a brain. brain. Get it. And then a fillet. Looks like a brain. And then a fillet because it's small. And crab legs. (laughs) Yeah, there's not many different parts of crab. No, but Meg won't eat the uh, clusters like the knuckles. She she cracks all the legs and gives me the clusters. So you don't suck the meat out of the clusters. No, I don't know. What meat? What meat? It's like a different taste. What meat are you talking about? Amber, listen, here's one it's of Amber's. beef that I don't get. Okay? Amber, get it's chicken. beef? I get chicken. Which cut do you not get? Oh, I don't know. That's what I already said. I said beef tips. and I mean, I get that that's the tips of something. What, his feet? His <laughs> 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 feet. <laughs> they just cut the toenail off. <laughs> It's his toes. It's, just, yeah, it's toes. Beef tips is the tip of their toes. So Amber's thing <laughs> is here's what she, she so like we have a running joke like I offer her a banana every day because Amber she is disgusted by bananas and I found out I was like why why are you disgusted by bananas? Oh, Vida they are. Oh, oh, I thought, I, at first I did not know what she was doing. Okay. She can't eat bananas because. She goes, I was at Bonnaroo one year, and I had this warm banana in my bag, 
And I'd been doing Molly and drinking, and I ate this old warm banana, and I threw up. And like I was just like, oh, it had to be the banana. And I was like, Amber, it was not the banana. <laughs> it was not the banana that did any of that. Like, you ate an old warm one, and you were on a lot of drugs, and you threw up. You were dehydrated and all that shit. She's just like, mm-mm, no bananas for me. <laughs> all right, long hair, big butt, right here. Swimming. Swim, swim, swim. That's two swim moves. Ah. Swim, got him. Oh my god. Now watch him swim. <laughs> now he's swimming. That's so funny. <laughs> Buddy, can you imagine him in a pool playing, uh, what's the game called? Where chicken. Says, yeah. Chicken. Yeah. Oh my god. Vita Vea at the bottom. Who do you think quarterback receiver duos would be the best of all time at chicken? I think Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith would be a real good chicken team. Well, you said receiver. Are you counting oh, all no, skill running players? Back. Uh, yeah, you know what? All skill players. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. I would say Gronk and Brady, but like Brady can't support Gronk. No, dude, you're thinking about it wrong. You're thinking too much about football, and what I'm telling you is you need to think about the big, strong, mean, tough base and the big, strong, mean, tough top. So I think automatically you have to go Cam Newton no matter what right. out of any quarterback. Base. And then you got to go Greg Olson if a tight end is allowed because he's a yeah tight end's allowed skill. Well, position. either way, if the quarterback has to be your base, Cam Newton is the one. Him right. and Tebow. I guess be, the quarterback don't have to be your base. It's just like I'm I, just saying if it does, if the quarterback has to be your base, you're going Cam Newton and Tebow, right? Those are the two bases. Carson Palmer would be a good base. No, dude, he's not strong like that. He's, he's not Jack. He's not Jack. I met him. He's big compared to regular people. Yeah, you right. can't do That's this thing true. where I met him. That's true. Carson Palmer, if you look a picture up of him, he does not look like a jacked person. Cam Newton and Tebow are jacked. Yeah, they're that's true. I don't like want to talk about Tebow. Cam Newton's a great base. And Greg Olson would be a good top. You've got to st start separating art from artists here. Tebow would be the number one base if you're just going by their skills in well, the water. Well, who's his at top the then? Tebow? Yeah. Okay, or is it who he played with in the NFL? Yeah. Demarius Thomas, but he's dead. So what are they going to do? Well, you can't do that then. Demarius Thomas is dead. Did he wait? I would say. Did he too. play with Aaron Hernandez at Florida? Yeah, that was. There's his your team. Okay, college counts. Sure, because I want Tebow and Aaron Hernandez, two of my least favorite players. They would be a great chicken team. Ooh. Tebow and Aaron Hernandez, unbeatable. Unbeatable. Okay, but if he's dead, so I can pull back Demarius Thomas. That's true. So that's Tebow's backup. Is he's got Aaron Hernandez and <laughs> both of Tebow's are dead. <laughs> What's going on here? I don't know. And Tebow's dead to me. All of Tebow's chicken partners are dead. <laughs> Young. Call the cops. Call Paul. Call Paul. Paul. He lives in Jacksonville. He lives right next he to does. Tebow. He does. If he's not already dead. Call Paul. God. <laughs> I didn't even think about it like that. Paul's baby just went to bed. Uh-oh. Did he text you? Yeah, he said I've never even thought bed. about the fact that both Debo's chicken partners are dead. <laughs> Who else would it be? <laughs> Who else would it be? Percy Harvin, actually. He's not dead, is he? No, the problem with Percy Harvin is he can't play chicken without punching. Yeah, right. Aaron Hernandez, neither. AOL, he's dead. Yeah, if Tebow had to pick a living person and it was like a hardcore physical game, he's going Percy Harvin because that dude is mean. Cam Newton would have to pick, uh, if we're going to college, former, former, I don't think he actually played with Ray Carruth, but if Cam Newton could pick yeah, he could Ray pick Carruth. Carruth. <laughs> yeah. uh, is he out? 
I think Jerry? Rafer is yeah, he's out. out. He's trying to yeah. reconnect with his mur- son he tried to murder or whatever. Really? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, at that point, don't you kind of just... Uh, he killed his wife, right? No, no, he tried to have her murdered, and in the process, the son... the government? Yeah, the government did it. And Ray they Cruz. had a boat. Yeah. yeah, they had a boat go out in um, international waters, and they shot Ray Cruz. It's wife. weird to me that, like... If they can prove that you attempted to murder someone, in my mind, you should get the same amount of jail as if you did. Yeah. Because, like... Yeah, it's a results-based situation. That's what I'm saying. It's like, he just didn't pull it off, but, like, he still wanted to. Well, I guess they're going by merit. Yeah, right. The punishment goes by merit. He didn't earn the murder. He didn't earn the murder. Earn the murder. (laughs) Has Brady always worn a glove? One. He's always worn the, the left glove. I don't know. I'm have foggy Brady memories, you know. They all kind of from 2001 to now. I just he's kind of just one thing. Drew Bledsoe would have been a good base. He's just a stick. Yeah, pretty good base. He's got big. Sh- you know why I think he's got big shoulders? Because shoulder pads were different back then. Right. So you remember I, how every quarterback back then yeah. looked so wide? Yeah. So here's, like Brunel looked like a truck. Okay, you just nailed what you're missing with. But you said the word that you're missing out on. You said base. We're talking about base. You need to think about quarterbacks with the biggest legs. Who right? Are, Tebow and Cam Newton have the biggest thighs. Yeah. Okay, like, but, 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 but we've already a, done. But we've already done right, them. Right. But what I'm saying is, Bledsoe had big. All the quarterbacks back then had big shoulders. But you got to think about big legged guys. Yeah. Like a Ryan Leaf would be better than Peyton Manning because Ryan Leaf's legs. Peyton were big. Manning, no good. No, terrible. He'd be slapping. Yeah. He would be no good. Peyton and Eli would be slapping, no, slapping, slapping. Garbage. Oh my! I wouldn't even want to look at them in a pool. Uh-uh. Imagine that they would look just like a totem pole. Just Peyton and Eli would look like a rust. Peyton like Manning old. could have his eyes submerged underwater, and like his forehead, forehead would still, still be so yeah. big, yeah. And like a submarine pool. in an eight foot pole. Yeah, his six forehead, four, but his forehead comes out of the eight foot pole somehow. McNair. McNair he had trunk legs. McNair and Wachek. You're on it. You're McNair on and Wachek would be good. You're on it now. Mer- McNair uh, and Wachek. Yancy Thigpen. Yep. I'm going to Yan- Well, if okay, if you can go all the skill positions. You can go all skill positions. Well, fullbacks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. McNair and Lorenzo Neal. Oh, if full, well, fullbacks are in this game now. Because it, the way Lorenzo Neal played it, he got touches, skill position. He didn't get a lot of touches. But he got enough. One a year. He, with me, every time I played Madden, he got plenty of touches. Yeah, fullback dive. Yeah. They never saw it coming. Than two yards. Oh! oh wow. Every time you and I watch the games together, the footballs fly Move around everywhere. Yeah. But when I like, I watch all the games on a, like a red zone NFL Sunday where there's eight games early and four games left. All those games, I'll see no balls that look like they're bouncy balls off the wall. And then we watch a game together, and the balls are just Everywhere. something to do with the over. I know. Thursday night, slop. The take. We can call Will mm-hmm. and get the values. Yep, all and the then values. call Paul. Yeah, put him on speaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I, we do need to have that, the Billy Camino picks of the week of the month. It, well, they're not picks. They're values. They're values. <laughs> There's a difference. It's like checkers and chess, buddy. Yeah. Picks is when you're like, I think this team's better. Yeah. What Will does is he looks for an irrational value, right. and then he does it. I swear to God, though, he did. He was here the first time he ever made an NFL bet. Like <laughs> this was just a couple years ago, 
which one of the only friends that I've ever, one of the only people I've known who his wife got him into sports betting yeah. because she had been gambling for so long and then she got him in. Which she's always, like, ever since I've known Lacey for 15 years, she's been a pretty good gambler. Yeah, but right. She's, she's just good at picking games. Will's more of a value guy. He looks for He's the value. He looks for the line movement. Yeah, it's only but, five bucks, but it's plus. Yeah, you know, 3, but, if I, but if I bet 13 games and all of them the underdog, and uh, I can bet $12 and win 39000 He's not wrong. But, dude, the first time he bet, Lacey dropped him off over here. She's like, can you watch Will while I go to work? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. She's like, I just got, I downloaded him the MGM app, so just help him make some bets. And, uh, you know, the Put can watch the game. In. Yeah, and I got his milk, and it's it's still warm. And, uh... <laughs> No, she, <laughs> Billy would come over and we would just sit here on Sunday and watch the red zone and uh, he would just make his values. But the first time oh, he bet, good. he did an 11 game parlay. There were 11, it was one of those days where it was like 11. Wait, wasn't I over here and they offered him a cash out after yeah. like the ninth game and we were like, no, Billy, no, take no. that so shit. What, actually, so he was here and we watched like the early round of the games and then he had a couple of the 4.30 round games, like the late afternoon games and then he had the night game which was the Chiefs and Mahomes were playing yeah. somebody. So through the first, the 1 o'clock games and then the 4.30 games, he had hit like 9 out of 9 <laughs> and there was just two more games left and then he had like the um, the Chiefs were playing that night and yeah. he picked against the Chiefs. So then he hits the next one. He's 10 out of 10 and one more bet to go. So he's like, Check 10 of 11 boxes, yeah. and all he's got left is Mahomes and the Chiefs. <laughs> so he had to leave because he had to work the next morning. Yeah. So he left the house and went home. He's like, I'm going to think about it on my drive. I'm going to think about it if I want to let it ride or not. And we're like, I was like, Will, like, you need to cash out right yeah. now. He bet 50 bucks, and they were offering like, you know, $1,200. <laughs> and I was like, just cash this out. It's not worth letting it ride. You're, you're betting against Mahomes. He's like, I just need to, I need to go home and think about it and lay down. <laughs> So, like, the next morning I called him, and I thought I knew that he let it ride. Yeah, of course. And he cashed out. Really? He cashed it out for Genius. eleven, like, 1180 bucks, ah, off of $50. First time he ever bet. His first bet. Um, <laughs> Boy, he's been chasing then, that dragon. Yeah, he's been chasing yeah. the dragon since then. That was, like, my dad's first scratch-off. He won 1000 bucks on a dollar. It's so weird that the we gambling gods know every time it's your first time doing something. They know when you're a sucker, too. Uh-huh. You know? They bless the suckers early. You want to win a thousand bucks? Let's get one. You want a scratcher? You want to get a halftime scratcher? Or, call, call. Or, 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 uh, I feel dirty every time I get you to do a scratch off, Meg. Like Why? you're this because you're kind of like an angel person. I feel like I'm like I would buy them. I know, but four times a day if I carried <coughs> cash with me. Well, like I would be buying. Them I know, all the but time. I feel like. It's dirty. What? For no. you. For me, it's great. You know, I'm no. a piece of shit. I, if I had, if, if you gave me an allowance. <laughs> <laughs> Meg drives a, Meg who's driving the Cadillac over here in my piece of shit 98 Explorer. And she's like, can, can I have, I have an, allowance? an allowance? Can I have an allowance for like, lottery tickets? Yeah, let me fix the uh, rock that shattered my window in my car first. And I'll give you an allowance. <laughs> Big Ben and Jerome Bettis. No, that's a base. That's a base right there, buddy. Hmm. I think you got to go Bettis on the bottom. Oh, you have there, to. Though. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Roethlisberger can throw some hands. Either one could go on the bottom. I'm like, that's a great combo if you can do running backs. <clears throat> uh, 
I was going to say Jamal Anderson because of those thighs, but his quarterback was uh, Chris, was Chris, Chris Chandler. Chandler. Yeah. Now, maybe if you could go Vic, yeah. Vic on top and Jamal on the bottom. That'd be what's up. Nobody's quicker than Vic on top of chicken. Uh-uh. You can't out-quicken Vic and chicken. He's also been to several chicken fights in his life, I would <laughs> have to guess. He knows the rules. <clears throat> Nobody knows the game. <clears throat> Vic has watched more film on chicken fighting than he yeah. ever watched on football. Hey, you think Paul will be okay with the way we fucking sound this week? Yeah, Paul, you piece of shit. My God. <clears throat> trying to make it intimate. For you. <laughs> <laughs> Baby's asleep. Well, he's gonna be a worse dad, me or Paul. <laughs> worse at what? Just Beating all of it. I think your kid will end up better off because it doesn't live in Jacksonville. <laughs> so it's gonna be hard to really gauge. That's yeah, like, right. Is it easier to raise a kid? Like you can be a a better dad in Jacksonville and your kids still come out shit. Piece of shit, right. You can sit up here and do nothing and let Amber basically raise it around her it'll teacher friends okay. and it'll at least know how to read. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I'm sure Paul's kid can read. He's one. They got iPads now. Did you know the Ravens got Deshaun? Not till you told me that. I love it when the team, when they get a player from nowhere. Yeah, right. Like, the trade is when they come from another team. When yeah. they pick up Deshaun, it's like, they get Deshaun from His the house. YMCA. Yeah, he right. was at the Y. Deshaun is the kind of guy, though, that I get the feeling he Was would... he just sitting at the house? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, we talked about him on Pigskin Picnic last week. YMCA's. Because we were talking about uh, we were talking about punt returners and or stuff yeah. like that. The Wiggly guys. You're like, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he's just been working out the house. Or no, that's what I'm saying. He seems like the kind of guy look, who look, I don't get how. There's faster everybody. Yeah, but they still grab him. He's a better athlete than anybody else out there who is all elite athletes. Yeah, it's who crazy. Who are all elite athletes. I can't talk. But, like, the the play is so slow for him. Like, most quarterbacks, when they get shitty, like, all the NFL quarterbacks, even the Nathan Petermans of the world, if they can just stand there, they're unbelievable. They will hit almost every pass and make the right decision. They all are that good. Right. But the difference is when they get pressure, almost all of them get a lot worse. Well, if you're this fast and you don't have to worry about getting set, like any other quarterback would have gotten sacked five uh, times yeah, right. easily before that. Lamar doesn't, he just keeps moving because and then he knows. sometimes something will happen. And like worst case scenario, he throw, he's run so far he can throw it away. There's almost never a time where Lamar can't just throw 36. it. Yeah, he doesn't care. Okay, Robbie, riddle me, answer this. Tell me. Let me ask you something. So, <laughs> you got a question, bud? Yeah. So, didn't used to if as long as you made it outside of the pocket, it wasn't intentional grounding. 
Well, it has to. There's certain. There has to be a receiver in the general area. Yeah, right. but people certain, would just throw it out of bounds. Yeah, if you're outside the tackle box. But he was right, but it also has to go beyond the line of scrimmage. Oh, okay. Oh, right, and he was so far back that it didn't get. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Never I was mind. Say, yeah. There's a few. There's Never just mind. a few yeah. bullet points on that rule. Never mind. Because like they made it a point to show the tackle box, and I was yeah. like, he was way outside. No, no. But it didn't. It, it. I didn't factor in that he was 30 yards behind the line yeah. of scrimmage. Ran, well, that that is one of the things <laughs> I guess that we should say is if you run so far backwards. Yeah. Right. You're gonna have to you chuck, it, chunk 60 it to yards. get it back to the line of scrimmage. But yeah. yeah. So. He can throw if he had just chunked it eighty yards down the field and it went out of bounds. That's yeah, right. fine, totally fine. But when it doesn't make it back to the line of scrimmage, and that one didn't make it back just because he was, it was closer to the sideline. Right. Like if he threw that in the middle of the field, it right. would have gotten intercepted yeah, or right. hit. But it would have gone far enough. But I think it went out of bounds before it could have even. Okay. Because I'd seen that a couple times this year, and I was like, did they flip the rule? But now that I'm yeah. thinking about it, every single time, they were so far back that they yeah. didn't get it to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, let's go! On a trip. Book a Priceline. What game was it the other day where a quarterback, uh, he f- messed up, the? he was trying to spike the ball, but he, like, didn't do it right, and it, like, stuck his hand, and then he tried again, and because and he, he got intentional and grounding. And he got intentional grounding. <laughs> How, how do you mess up? Just throw it. Well, then how the is a, how is a spike not intentional grounding? Then it's just, a, a spike. It's one of those rules. It's like taking yeah. a knee. Taking a knee. Like, it's, uh, yeah, right. Don't hit us. We're taking a knee. A spike is like stop the clock. Right. It's an incomplete pass, but it's and also it's why a placeholder isn't down. Well, you know like, how they just, change the rules. Like to, they always change the rules to try to make it more exciting. Or, yeah. Like to keep the quarterback. Which healthy, I'm for. Which the quarterbacks make it more exciting. Um, but that was one of those. I guarantee that was a rule where they they used to not have the spike, and I'm sure we could just watch a documentary on this. But I bet nah. they, they, at the end of games they were like, we need tired of team, They needed teams to have a little bit more time to like. Right. They probably had a couple of big like Johnny Unitas games where he. When they already had all their timeouts. Yeah. Well, you know how last year Josh Allen didn't get the ball back in the playoffs. Yeah. And it was like yeah, everybody right. was so butt hurt that Josh Allen didn't get a chance to end that great game of the well, ball. Well, I mean, I was they too because watching it, I was like, get lips, let him have that yeah. game was fucking awesome. But sometimes it always takes an a, an extreme moment, a nexus event, if you will, right. to create Ooh, a nice. change nice of rule. Loki, Loki reference. Yeah, we've already. I'm, I'm fucking watching Loki again when I get home. Watch, watch number six with me after the game. Okay. For real? I'll, I'll, no, because I'm definitely going to go to sleep. <laughs> Doesn't Jonathan Majors come in at some point in episode six? Don't tell me how are you. Just shake your head. Yes, thank you. Good for the uh, the listening audience here. Mm-hmm. Shake your head. Paul, Robbie. Paul, he's shaking his head up and down. <laughs> yeah, he does, and it's awesome. Yes. I'm so glad you didn't no. take the Leonard Fournette hundred yard thing, buddy. Yeah, he's gone for no, no, no. Well, I mean, Tom Brady's not throwing for 350 yards. He's a second half team. That's true. He is a second half team. Did the back of his helmet say climate change? Ridiculous. <laughs> I think it. It says end Greta Thornburg. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I said that wrong. I always say it. What is her name? Greta Thur- Thunberg. Thunberg. I get her mixed up with the red-headed baseball pitcher from our high Second school. Second half team. Oh, under, God under. damn it. He's been dropping a He's lot a- of balls lately. Did we look it up? Now, you're talking about Megan Beatles. Will, will you be able to hear Paul here? Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up, buddy? 
Paul. Hey. You're on, on speakerphone. Yeah, you're on speakerphone. You're on the uh, you're on the podcast, buddy. Call, call. <laughs> I just. Is it gonna be better this week? What do you mean, <laughs> better than what? Uh, am I gonna be able to hear your voice this time? Yeah, we're both. You could hear my voice last time. We're both on the same couch this time. I'm where Robbie was last time, and he's beside me. Last week, okay. I was on the other couch across the other side of the room. We have bridged the thigh gap. <laughs> okay, thank God, thank God. That was that was my biggest thing because you know. I how about now? How, how can like you hear us? Make for Paul, but make the production quality worse. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't make any sense. I was gonna try to cough more too this week. Yeah, I was, I was worried Yeah, well, I didn't take my allergy medicine this I, I didn't take my allergy medicine today just so I could cough more than last week cuz I know last week was a medium amount. <laughs> yeah, I really do you hope you feel better not for your your health, but for the podcast in general cuz I just want to be better. I'm glad you guys are at least trying. Oh, you know, well, it, it means a lot to me. Speaking of production, Paul, I needed to ask you, how long do you want the episode to be this week? Uh, I like that it was at least over an hour. It seems like you guys are trying harder now, so doing 30-minute shows, so... <laughs> Hey, you know that Rob, you know that Robbie wanted to do when we first started to do Pigskin Picnic. He I, he goes, you know, I think we need to keep it short. And I go, yeah, man, thirty to forty five minutes, I think, is the sweet spot. And he's like, like five minutes. He goes, I was thinking five to ten. <laughs> like nobody's gonna listen to us for more than five minutes. Life, like the point is for it to be a long form conversation. And Robbie's like, oh, ten minutes sounds great. Like, <laughs> yeah, who's gonna listen to us for more than five or ten minutes? You know. Paul, Paul, yeah. Well, we I, the, the, we went backwards though. We put the cart ahead of the horse. We found our audience after we started the show. Yeah, that's true. So it's it's helped us to hone it in having you around. I mean, I don't know why I care so much. I'm just like so bored at work, and I like hearing you guys sometimes for some reason. And I appreciate that you're trying. You just need to try a little bit harder. Hey. Hopefully this podcast going on right now is going to be better than last week's. <laughs> I wish I had a nickel for every person who's out there that is bored to death at their job where they own their own vodka distillery, <laughs> working for themselves, making liquor for themselves to drink. And ha- somehow as a podcast critiquer. So, so Paul, I, we made a... Pre- I have way too much time on my hands. You're the only, almost everybody has a podcast. You're the only one who has a podcast like it's not by you <laughs> it's, it's for you. you it's boo for you boo foo so paul uh me and robbie earlier were making i say predictions uh we were talking about me you know i'm about to have a kid and okay. i said which one do you, me or paul who's going to be the shittier dad and <sighs> and rob made the point of well even if Paul does all the right things and you don't, his kid is still being raised in Jacksonville, so his kid's probably going to be shittier. Do you have any comments on that? Well, considering my dad shot himself, I've got to... <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have much to work. You know, I can do shit and still do better. I just don't need to shoot myself. Yeah, but That's Paul... all I got to do is but, yeah. Alive. But, dude, the shooting yourself skips a generation. Are you worried about that at all? <laughs> You're saying my son's going Yeah, yeah. Himself. No guns in the house. I know it's Florida, but no, no guns in the house. Absolutely not. I can't have a school shooting, nothing. 
Oh, God. Um, but yes, Jacksonville is a shithole. That's why you guys, that is one of my main complaints. You'll never talk about Jacksonville Jaguars, but then again, they are the worst team every year. And we still, at the beginning of the season, think they'll be great, and they let us down every year. Corey won't let me talk about Tebow. Oh, I'm a fan of that. Even though I, I'm a Georgia fan, love some Tim Tebow. Well, not not about football. We were talking about like a quarterback receiver or quarterback and like teammate duo for having like a chicken fight in the pool. Okay. And we were talking about tandems. And I was like, man, if you're talking about the quarterback having to be a base, Tebow is like one of the all time greatest bases for for swimming pool chicken. And then Corey's like, I don't want to talk about Tebow. And I understand because I hate him. But we're talking about a a game of chicken in a pool and like you want Tebow what do you think who would you want over Tebow I'm a Blake Bortles guy I mean that's all I'm gonna say <laughs> as a base as a base in chicken fighting I mean he's a big guy and he's not very smart and I think he would drown himself <laughs> before he'd lose well who's his who's his top Alan Robinson Oh, I don't know. That's a tough one. Mercedes Lewis. Uh, Gronkowski. No, it has to be I on his team. It has, no, it's got to be on. Uh, Mercedes Lewis played with uh, with. Did you say Blake Bortles or Blaine Gabbert? That's the same thing to me. Which one did you say? No, I said I said Blake Bortles. I know they're they're no, they're completely different. I'm just saying they're the same thing. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. They're both. Quarterbacks that came and we thought they're going to be great and they suck. Maybe like Trevor Lawrence, but we really do believe he's going to be good. So I don't know. He'd have to be a top, though. I feel like he's got the long arms that would work for chicken. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is a shit base in chicken though, because like six, that's, yeah, six, that's one eighty. Had to yeah. be a top. There's no way he, he would be base. He'd be a top guy. Long arms Wait, is this, though. Is this a sexual reference, by the way? No, but what? it is now that you're saying it. Hey, uh, oh, we we need to make sure that. Uh, Paul, we get Paul's take on the uh, what bets you should make in oh, the yeah. second half. So, Corey, you want to tell him you, you go you basically over. So, no, no. Well, so I already bet the over. So we already did a bunch of bets before, and Corey even went through them. Like so, you like at the start of the podcast, you'll know his bets going in the game. But we decided at halftime if we were going to call Paul, we should get <laughs> your take on since he's already losing some of the bets. He needs to hedge with some second half bets that are dumber. So. uh I don't know. You want to make got? some bets? What, yeah, I do want to make some bets. What do you got, Paul? What should I do? I, would, I mean, second half over, If I know that's a possibility of a bet. I'm not looking at the lines right now, but right now this game's looking like a complete under. I would do over for the second half. I think uh, <laughs> uh, Tom Brady's going to make some plays and score some points. He's about to get divorced, so he's got to do something special here. And it's Thursday night football only game we're watching. What, what other bets could you make? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you could bet who's going to win. Well, I guess we've already bet the over. We bet the prop bets. I guess we'd have to look up. I, the... I think you can do first to score after the half, probably. Can you bet on Tom Brady breaking his iPad? I bet you could bet on just looking up the bets, and then we could know what they are. Oh, so. yeah. Look. In Florida, we can't gamble here. It's it's pretty backwards. Yeah, but, you, but you've got a casino right down the street. Corey has to come across the state line to my house to make his bets. You can seriously smoke crack here, but you can't <laughs> buy alcohol before noon. It's weird. It doesn't make any sense. Don't you have a casino like really close to you, though? 
It's Indian Casino, man. They have all their own rules, but like you, it's in Tampa, and that's like two hours away. Yeah, that ain't it. <coughs> Does yeah. the state control all the casinos like they do the liquor sales and stuff? Or the liquor stores? No, it's a little, it's a little different. It's a three-tier system, so the state doesn't control it, but Indians control all the gambling gambling here in Florida so but you can't gamble here it sucks I have buddies from Colorado back here and they're like this is shit which you can smoke medical marijuana but you can't do recreational it's a weird place so can you you can actually bet legally in Tennessee oh yeah oh yeah we're sitting here doing it god damn it that doesn't make Some, any sense dude sometimes when uh, Robbie's not even home I just drive to his driveway and make my bets and then go home <laughs> You guys are lucky for that reason. That's why I don't know. So, I mean, what are, what are some of the bets you could make right now? Yeah, I don't know, because I can't use my phone, because that's what I'm using to record this podcast. Okay. Robbie's looking at it. Hey, up. I can pull them up here. I'll, so, I don't gamble, so I don't have... I uninstalled all the apps, so I can't gamble anymore, because what I do when I gamble is lose. Robbie's my man in the chair on <clears> gambling. Yeah, my... my, my uh, advice is always, I, I don't like that one. I wouldn't bet that one. I wouldn't bet that one. I don't think that's a good bet. Uh, dude, I don't even know how to look bets up. Dude, I gambled in college, and Robbie is the worst person at gambling. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm terrible. Because he's over- too smart about actual football, and that's not what wins gambles. No, no, not at all. He knows a lot about football, but he likes to put in some personal reasons, and they're just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> they're the worst. <laughs> I would love an example. Hold on, let me see if I can do this. Oh, you, you think... Made a, you made a lot of random Kobe bets while we were in college that made no sense. Kobe? I thought Kobe would cover in front of Jack Nicholson and all the dudes. <laughs> Leo DiCaprio was there that night. I know the game you're talking about where I lost $1,500 on a... It was a Clippers-Lakers second half over under. And I was like, dude... Kobe's gonna score a bunch of points in the fourth quarter. They kept showing Nicholson and Leo, and I was like, The Departed. I had a bunch of juice going, man. And Paul and I had been in this gambling system for like three weeks, and we were like up a few hundred bucks. I was like, I'm stressing out every day. I'm stressing out. I'm gonna bet it all. And then they, I missed it by like one point because Kobe didn't do what I thought he would, which is why I'm glad he's dead. Hey, Brady. Brady only has to get 250 more passing yards <laughs> for me. Over. To get, <laughs> over. Over. Over on that one. Over well, here's wait, the deal. Wait, is your gambling stuff on your Google phone? I don't know. But either way, I don't have time to get in the bets now because it's about to be uh, halftime. Is, is oh, gone. halftime's over. Cool. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right, guys. Well, we did a good job preparing for that. Uh, yeah, Paul. we're going to do this podcast. All right, Paul. What do you, tell us a little bit about – hey. What do you want us to cover in the second half that we haven't, and then uh, we'll let you go. About the game or anything in general? Anything. Anything, but the game is included. Could y'all just make one Jaguars reference just so I can like stay involved with what you're talking about? Yeah, we'll talk about the Jaguars a lot this half. Okay, yeah, the whole time. <laughs> it's going to be so bad. I'm making the world's worst podcast. All right, Paul. It's we, just for you, buddy. We, we love you. Thank and thank, you. Thank you, uh, thank you, you Paul, thank for you. joining us on this first edition of Cow Paul. Cow Paul. Oh, I need to apologize to Paul. You guys have a good night. Hey, Paul. What? I, I wanted to apologize before we called you. Um, 
I said something about your baby maybe um, contracting SIDS. And no, it's not funny. I realized after I said it, it wasn't funny. So I want to apologize to you. I hope that your baby doesn't get SIDS. And if it does, called it. <laughs> All right. I don't know how to hang no, out. At least your baby's not. Kill this podcast, but you guys are awesome. Love you, buddy. Love you, Paul. Okay, Paul, that was this week's edition. <laughs> call you. Don't call you. Call Paul. Call Paul. <laughs> <laughs> It's a dumb show about sports. Oh, I'm sorry, Paul. Did you think that there was going to be more show? I bet you did think that there was going to be more show since we told you that we were going to call you at halftime of the Georgia-Florida game and put that on the show. But guess what, you dumb motherfucker? Joke's on you again, bitch. We didn't do none of that shit. We just ate sausage dip and drank beers and smoked weed. So suck our dicks. And we'll see you next week, buddy. We're going to do the witching hour. So... Love you, Paul. Be good.